I'm Leanne. And I'm Marissa. And we're continuing, continuing the, the conversation. conversation. Welcome to our first ever episode of our new SBLT podcast, Continuing the Conversation. This uh, podcast, or our first episode, we wanted to welcome you to Life Team and let you know a little bit more about ourselves. I'm Leanne, I'm the youth minister here. I'm here with Marissa. And Marissa has brought a little gift. Yes, yeah, so I thought we could have a fun game to play. Um, backstory, I was looking through my grandparents' garage one summer when I was moving back to college to find some kitchen appliances. And what I found instead was this giant parrot glass. Um, I don't really know how else to describe it. It's just a a giant glass that is in the shape of a parrot, and I needed it. So it is mine now. And my roommates and I decided that rather than drink from it, we would fill it with fun conversation questions and call it the parrot of truth. So I figured I would introduce Leanne to the parrot of truth as a fun way of you guys getting to know us. I'm excited. Yeah, so we have a lot of new teens to Life Teen, and Marissa is new to Life Teen. Sort of. Sort of, yeah. Also a little old to Life Teen. Yeah, so for those who don't know, I was involved in Life Teen here at St. Bridget when I was in high school, and now I've graduated from college, and I'm coming back as the assistant youth minister. Woo! Woo! Big day. So we thought those of you that are new might not have had a chance to meet me yet, and a lot of you haven't had the chance to meet Marissa yet. And because of COVID, it's impossible to meet new people and get to know them. So we thought this would be a fun little way for you to get to know us. So let's dive in. Let's go for it. Oh, I'm going first. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. gosh. All right. We can both. This is a lot of pressure. We can I both don't, answer the questions. Uh, all right. All right. What do you do to improve your mood when you're in a bad mood? Okay. That one's not a lot of pressure. I ask my three-year-old Eliza for snuggles. I have a three-year-old Eliza and a one-year-old Amelia, and Amelia is not a snuggler, so that's why I, I go I go to Eliza. Nice. Yeah. It's good. I feel like I go one of two routes. I either put on some angry music in the car and just let the music reflect my feelings. Mm. Uh, sing, jam what out. Is, what is angry music for you? Like heavy metal or oh, like? No, like Foo Fighters. Oh, okay. So more like emo. They're like rock. They're like alt rock, but my mom doesn't like them because sometimes they get a little really uh, emo. they get a little bit screamy sometimes in their songs. Mm-hmm. So that helps me. Also, uh, when I'm upset, I've been known to just eat a lot of raw cookie dough. Mm. So mm. That's yeah, good. that's that's good. What's the next question? How did the place you grew up in shape the person, shape you into the person you are today? Hmm. This is a funny question for me because I just moved back into my mom's house where I grew up. And I am also actually. Yeah, you my parents. <laughs> we are both, Leanne and I are both living in the place we grew up in currently. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't know what it is, but my neighborhood hasn't really had consistent people just living in it ever. There's always been moving around. I feel like my neighborhood's a starter neighborhood. People go there and then they find the house they actually want to live in. (laughs) So like every three to five years, we'd get new next door neighbors. 
I never had that like consistent group of kids in my neighborhood to hang out with. But I think that made me like I had to meet a lot of new people and start relationships and uh, get used to getting to know people and making friends with people. So hopefully that's helped uh, with youth ministry and, you know, who, who I am and what I do. Yeah, it's funny, actually, my neighborhood is kind of the opposite. Um, so there are families with kids that I grew up with uh, since like kindergarten that all still are all still our neighbors. Now we are all grown up and have all of our own kids, which has been a cool thing to see. And I think just growing up in this area, I've always loved it here. I always knew I wanted to move back after college and raise my kids here. And how do you feel about confronting someone else or being confronted? I hate it and I won't do it. <laughs> Not confrontational? I am non-confrontational, yes. But that can come back. That, that's not a good thing. I, I, don't, I don't think that's a good thing for anybody, really. But um, I tend to be a little bit more passive-aggressive. Mm. See, this is an interesting question because I have always thought that I hated confrontation. And then I voiced that one time. And everyone who was around me gave me this look like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I think, it, I think it depends. I, I don't mind having like spirited discussions that other people often think are arguments. And, but I think when it gets like, if it's about something emotional, I, I don't want to touch it with a temper. I'm, I'm totally going to back out of a conversation if it yeah. starts to get like where people are, people's feelings might be involved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I definitely yeah. want to back out of that situation really quick. Yeah. And I always get super nervous when being confronted. I think that's the worst thing someone could say is like, hey, can we talk later? Or, hey, I had something I wanted to talk to you about. And I'm like, ooh, nope. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to think about like that. that all day. I think the only exception being actually like church teaching. Like if someone, mm -hmm. I, I could, I can get confront, I would be okay with confrontation if someone were to, you know, like walk up to me and be like, hey, Jesus isn't really in that bread. I'd be like, step back. <laughs> He is. And I'm going to tell you why. You have a degree in it. So help. Exactly. Oh, look who it is. Hey. So Father Michael's popping in our office. Hello. Hello, Father Michael. Come Welcome to in. our podcast. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no we actually okay. like, semi-planned for this. Okay. Are, are you recording right now? Yeah, yeah, we are. Whoa. Okay. We're doing a little get to know you. And you're on our ministry team. That's so true. I am on the ministry team. You have to, the you have to, what month do you have? It, uh, it's a parrot. It's the parrot of truth. Uh, <laughs> you have to choose a question from the parrot of truth <laughs> now that you've walked into our office. Okay. I'm going to go all the way down here to the bottom. I think we should make everyone do this whenever they walk Honestly, into our office. Welcome yes. to our office. Choose a question yeah. from the parrot, of truth. the parrot of truth. Oh, no. Whoa, okay. If it's too much, you can do a different question. Oh, this, this is deep. All right. What wisdom do you wish you had 10 years ago and why? Ooh. Oh, oh man. man. 10 years it. ago. Okay. So I would, I'm 20 <laughs> right now. Well, and, <laughs> <laughs> which means that I was somewhere in my teens then. Um, golly. Okay. Where was I even 10 years ago? Yeah. So I was at UGA by this time. But had I gotten my, through my conversion experience yet? What year are we? This okay. is 2020. 
So yeah. 2010. Okay, so I was like a year into my conversion experience. Oh, man. Um, you really just have to ask what year it is? That's like every meme out there right now. <laughs> just just that that garbage. 2020 is. 2020 is. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I was, uh, I'd probably be what, like a sophomore in college right now? No, a junior. I'd be a junior in college right now. Um, honestly, if I had to give my piece, uh, myself one piece of advice, it'd probably be the same thing today. Um, don't take life too seriously. Hmm. Like that's a good one for me, just because I do take life seriously. <laughs> it might not be a good piece of wisdom for somebody else who it's kind of like it is cool with life, but <laughs> that's probably that's probably what I'd tell myself ten years ago. It's a good question. Well, since I'm significantly younger than Father Michael, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> sophomore in college. So I actually I was in a gap year. I took a gap year my sophomore year, but still graduated on time. No big deal. And I was not do I was not making great choices at that time in my life. I had kind of fallen away from the faith uh, at that point in my life ten years ago, um, and was kind of trying out a different lifestyle with with like our our saying, you know, for youth ministry, like a life with Christ is better than a life without. Mm -hmm. And I was very much trying out the life without at this time <laughs> in my life. Um, so I think that's what I'd tell myself: a life with Christ is better than a life without. I promise. Hmm. So deep. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, I, well, this makes me feel like a baby. Because <laughs> yeah. Were you years... even born 10 years ago? <laughs> oh my gosh. 10 years ago, I was in middle school. Um, wait, is that right? Yes. Um, and I think that I would tell myself it's not that deep because I feel like... in middle school, you don't, you don't need that. Well, no, but, no, that's no. Like, what, I, what I would say, what I would say is literally, it's not that deep, because I, I feel like I just everything was such an earth-shattering big deal, you know, like a bad grade was the worst thing that happened, or an argument with a friend was like, oh my gosh, nothing, you know, like nothing is right with the world, and I need to be like, hey, twelve-year-old Marissa, calm down, it's okay, <laughs> chill out a little bit, it's gonna be fine. Mm -hmm. I like that. Thank you. Cool. Okay, so, so what is this? So this is not a podcast. It's just like a, hey. It is a podcast. So okay, this is we're a doing our continuing the conversation podcast so that each this week is, we, can we can oh, dive deeper. We can dive deeper into what we talk about in our life night. Our first life night is just a kickoff. So instead of like diving deeper into the origin of messy games, <laughs> we just figured. Yeah, we, we, it's actually a good opportunity. We have yet to actually explain what this podcast is so far. Oh, did you all just start? Okay, so I didn't like. Yeah, no, you didn't. No, we had, we, we, were already, we were already diving into questions, but we didn't actually explain the podcast. I just really, we really that. didn't. So you know, we can do some little snip, snip, yeah, rearrange with the audio sound bites. Okay. Yeah. I clearly know what I'm talking about. Do you? No. <laughs> I'm sure you all figured out. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah, Leanne, what is what is continuing? What conversation are we continuing? That's a great question, Marissa. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Uh, so this podcast is meant to take whatever series we are doing in Life Team and to continue that conversation mm -hmm. and go a little bit deeper, dig a little bit deeper into the topic that we are covering. Uh, we'll have some guests and friends come join us. So for the fall semester, our first series is on racism. So our next episode of the podcast will be continuing the conversation on racism. But for this first one, since, as you pointed out, we have yet to kick off the Life Night series, and our first Life Night is Messy Games. 
Mm. So this is really just beginning mm. the conversation then. It is. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. Maybe our intro should have been yearly in. I'm Marissa, and we're starting the conversation. Ah, uh, I like it. Or conversations, since there'll be multiple conversations. We already recorded the intro. Oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> to make any changes. My bad. <laughs> okay. It's parrot time. Parrot time. Here we go. All right. Think of old photographs of yourself. What's the first photo that comes to mind? The first one that popped in my mind, I was one in the picture. And my mom posted it on Facebook uh, for one of my, when, when one of my daughters turned one, but I don't remember which one. It was either Eliza or Amelia, because those were the only two daughters that I have. Uh, but when they turned one, my mom did a side by side of me when I was one and then when they were one. Um, Eliza did not look like me, but Amelia did. So I'm guessing it was Amelia. Um, that They were very, very identical pictures. Yes. Yeah. I feel like is yours going to be you being scared of the bubble? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I love this picture. Yeah. Please, please yeah, describe, describe for those describe. who haven't had the blessing oh, no. of seeing it. They can't, they can't. Oh, this is a microphone. He's holding <laughs> For those of you at home, yeah. Father Michael just held the picture up to the microphone as if that would help you see it. <laughs> it did not. I'm just trying to be helpful. Okay, so how can I describe this picture? So think of me, but like 29 years ago, 28 years ago, I don't know. Um, and there's a lot of bubbles in the picture. <laughs> and I think one had just popped in my hand and I am the most freaked out I've ever been in my life. <laughs> um, yeah, apparently I was scared of bubbles when I was a little kid. So that's it's kind hilarious. of what the picture is. Yeah. It is it a, it a scary time, but it was a lot more simpler time. Yeah. <laughs> it was a scary time. Imagine the scariest bubbles thing in your life scary. bubbles. Um, that's just, what a good life. Yeah. Well, says about the goodness of life or the terribleness of bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're afraid of bubbles, like, what kind of bubbles are you afraid of? Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting question for COVID times. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Droplets and yeah, bubbles. Yeah. Droplets. It's like a cringy word now. I know. I don't, I don't like that word anymore. I didn't have an opinion about it before, but like particles and droplets, mm -hmm. I don't like those words anymore. Mm -hmm. What about you? What's your what's your old photo? Uh, so the first one that popped in my head, I was probably six, I guess. Um, yeah, sit five or six, because I used to do ballet when I was little, and I'm in my little like unitard and tights and making this really cheesy face like uh, I, I don't know how to describe that uh to those who are not in person but just this really cheesy smiling face and doing um like a six-year-old's version of an arabesque it's where you have like your one foot on the ground one foot behind you and your arms are out um and it's just a real cute picture and actually now that i'm describing it i low-key have a tattoo that's basically that so you have a tattoo of yourself no it's not of me um <laughs> it's modeled after my cousin actually but it's a dancer doing the little arabesque thing so what would you call it the, the Air, move it's an Air, arabesque arabesque i have never heard of this term oh, either sorry. and i have i have two children in ballet but yeah my mom did ballet all growing up until the end of high school i did it for two years 
And then I said, this is too girly. And I <laughs> played basketball instead. Nice. Were you any good at basketball? No. <laughs> uh, I was terrible at basketball. My dad coached the team. And I remember the last game of the season, he told everybody to pass me the ball because I had yet to get a single Ooh. basket. <laughs> He wanted me to get at least one before the end of the season, so he told everybody to pass it to me. That's okay. I'm, Basketball wasn't for me. It was uh, I think he was forcing it on me a little bit. I'm not really good at sports because, in general, I'm sort of afraid of the ball. Like I don't, I'm afraid of getting hit, and so I, I'm not good at like catching stuff or. So it's not that you lack hand-eye coordination. You just don't desire it. I don't even know if I lack hand-eye coordination because (laughs) I just, I I refuse. (laughs) The only sport I've ever been good at is inner tube water polo. I was about to ask, how did you do in that one? Pretty great. Yeah? I'm good at defense. And in that sport, uh, you're in the water and you get to flip people out of their tubes. (laughs) Very fun. I got good at it. We we played a game of internet or uh, inner tube water polo at Thanksgiving at my brother's house. It got, uh, it got intense. Can I come to your Thanksgiving this year? That sounds like my dream. There was some injuries. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you understand. Like I was team. My brother doesn't have a very big pool either. So yeah, this is my dream. I'll have some videos. I'll show you later. All right. Should we do one more? Yeah. Just gonna go all the way down. Oh, there's a bead necklace in here. That's not make it a good one, Marissa. No pressure. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. I feel like this is a good one. Tell a funny childhood story that encapsulates your personality now. (laughs) This is hard too. I don't remember my childhood. Yeah. No, I'm gonna try and answer it. I'm gonna try. But I, 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 something happens when you have children uh, with your memory, and you lose a lot of it. All right, I'll, I'll go first okay. on this one. Okay. Um, so when I was, uh, <laughs> when I was, uh, this was in Louisiana, so I was either two to four, and our neighbors had one of those electric little cars, you know, like little kids play with. Um, and the the first like home video um, that I saw was me robbing him, stealing his hat. Oh, did you then, show that video? On it? Yep, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. But then the other one was uh, I didn't show this one. It was where I was driving the car, looking at my mom, waving at her, and all of a sudden, like you see the the camera just starts to shake, and my mom's running towards the car, and being like, "Michael, watch out, watch out, watch out!" And then, like as I was looking at her, didn't realize I was about to run into a wall, <laughs> <laughs> so ran into a wall, and then like rolled out of the car, just crying. Yeah, I don't remember it, but it was just fun watching it. Yeah. Excellent years later. What what about aspects of your personality are we? Oh, how does that encapsulate your personality now? Are that you you're wait, was that, was that the bad question? driver? Neither of them. Wait, so what was the question? It is. It's a funny childhood story that encap- encapsulates your personality uh, now. I forgot about the second part of that. Um, <laughs> Those are good stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not a thief. Um, I'm, I'm a pretty decent driver. What's that encapsulated by my personality? Um, sometimes I get distracted. <laughs> um, yeah. Live life to the full. Zero to 60 and two. Yeah. yeah. I like it. <laughs> I thought in one. Okay. Um, this is one that I will never forget, no matter how many children I have. Um, when I was, I think I was about three. 
I went into my mom's bathroom and I got her razor and I proceeded to shave my head. Your head? My head. Yes. Um, I had about three different bald spots <laughs> on my head um, after the oh, shaving occurred. My but what I did, and I, you know, I can't really tell you what was going through my mind at the time, is as soon as I did it and I kind of saw my handiwork, I put myself in timeout and started crying. <laughs> um, and my sister found me in timeout and went to go tell my mom that Leanne put herself in timeout because she shaved her head. <laughs> um, what that encapsulates about my personality now is that I just have an incredible moral compass. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I take responsibility for my actions. Um, no, but I think it's that maybe I don't always think things through completely. Hmm. Wow. That's what my story encapsulates, I think. Um, my first ever dream job when I was probably four or five was to be a garbage collector but not just like any garbage collector like specifically the one who stands on the back of the truck and rides because <laughs> I thought that was just like the height of adventure um yeah that was that was my dream and then my mom said one day you know Marissa if you are standing on the back of the garbage truck then the smell of all of the garbage will be flying in your face and that's when my first ever dreams were crushed Thanks, mm. Mom. <laughs> there you go, Trisha. Yep. Uh, so what does that encapsulate about me now? Um, I get my dreams crushed by my mom. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you, Mom. <laughs> um, I guess, yes, but maybe I don't always think things through. Um, did not think about the smell. Um, but also that I seek adventure. Mm. Hold on to things even when they get smelly. <laughs> don't know about that one uh <laughs> i dropped i dropped that dream pretty quick maybe it's that i i seek adventure but in in small doses because if you really think about it riding on the back of a garbage truck is not that much of an adventure but in my brain it was epic yeah, yeah. be an adventure the first day mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> right. sure Call it a day. Wrap it up. You don't need to know everything about us. It's true. Yeah, all the solid. Just like, get you get you interested enough to if you're actually come meet us in person. You know, if, if, in case you don't know, uh, our life nights will be in person this year. So yes, it's so exciting. Register for life team and come see us in real life. If you're intrigued by this, <laughs> there's more. <laughs> come on. I think we've successfully us. started the conversation. Wow. Yeah. This is a milestone. So I guess are we should we have we like a signing off? Like, should we be like let us phrase? know what uh that's true. I think what we can funny allow story from your childhood encapsulated. Yeah, that's wanna, too long. We want to meet all of you too. So so share with us. Uh, I think there's comments uh, on the website. Yeah, comments so if, if any the of these questions let us know. Yeah, any of them that really struck you spoke to your heart yes let us know the answers or propose some some new questions for next time that you would want to know 
Yeah. Do we have like a sign off? Yep. We can just record that. Yeah, we'll record that later. We haven't thought it through. Bye. That's fantastic.